we are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. The Cheers to Comics Podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics Podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Well, hello again, Slurds. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I am Brian Wayne, and this is episode 227? Damn. Uh, yeah, this is Pull List Priorities. I'll be going over the FOCs due by the 7th, uh, Monday, as well as the books that are supposed to be dropping in your pull boxes and on your comic book shelves Wednesday 9-9. You know, it's my favorite date. It's my favorite date because it sounds like a German that's persistently negative. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just, I, I don't know, there's just something about 9-9. I like saying it. I say 9-9 all the time. And now, it's the date. Comic Book Day. So, uh, yeah, I'm here to remind you of what's coming out, inform you, all of that good stuff. Uh, but first, I gotta tell you about my uh, my my affiliates here. NSCLiveTV.com is the home for all of the best auction action on the internet when it comes to live uh, comic book sales. Uh, they have brought me to bring to you hooked on comics. I know a lot of people right now might not have the luxury of being able to go into a comic book store. Some people, uh, but even before COVID, before they started shutting down, maybe you live out in the middle of friggin' nowhere. Well, as long as you have access to Facebook, then Hooked on Comics can help you out, man. It's like having your own LCS. You get the camaraderie and the live chat, and John and the, 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 the family. They're just... Fuck, man. It's, it's, it's like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like all in the family. They're just they're constantly disagreeing with each other, but you gotta love them. You gotta fucking love them. Oh, oh, thanks, motorcycle at uh, 11:45 at night. I appreciate that. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but uh, fucking motorcycle. Ugh. It's 11:45 at night. I just got done doing a live auction of my own, but I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about Hooked on Comics. Uh, find them on Tuesdays and Saturdays are their main show. They have amazing uh, shows throughout the day, throughout the week as well. But Tuesdays is their uh, new comic book day pre-sale. That pops off at 5 on the East Coast time. And then on Saturdays they have their uh, badass show-off sale is what I call it. They just show off all the great stuff. And then they sell it to you at amazing prices. So they continue to show off by showing everybody, look what we can do. Uh, and then bring you a good show at the same time. Huh. How many times can you use show in the same ad? Uh, <laughs> you, you will find me in the, the live chats buying books as well, especially on Tuesdays. So check it out, Hooked on Comics, brought to you by nsclivetv.com. Your home for the best in auction action. 
Now, uh, let's talk about them books. Let's talk about the books that you'll soon see in shops like Hooked on Comics. Uh, we're talking FOCs. Now, the FOCs are the final order cutoffs. You have to order these books by the final order cutoff date. Otherwise, those books don't get printed. If those books don't get printed, how you gonna get that book? Uh, and in these uncertain times right now, you can't trust that your, your brick-and-mortar stores are just gonna have the means for you to just buy, or for the, just buy an extra, or a bunch of extra books and hope and cross their fingers that during uh, the midst of a fucking pandemic that you're going to spend money on that book. No, that's why FOCs are important. You pre-order the book, the book is printed, it gets in your pull slot, and everything's good. So, uh, the books on the FOCs usually come out about three to five weeks um, after the FOC cutoff date, typically. Uh, also, I will say on this particular show... I won't be talking about DC FOCs. This show airs on a Friday. Well, <laughs> uh, because DC's bold move to go to other avenues to distribute their comics, their FOC cutoff date is typically Sunday now. Everybody else on the planet is fucking Monday. Uh, DC says Sunday because they need to give themselves the extra day to, to get their shit together. Well, on holidays, <laughs> the final order cutoff date is the Thursday before the normal final, final order cutoff date. So technically, as you listen to this, yesterday was DC's final order cutoff date. So I'm not going to waste your time by telling you what's on there, because by the time you listen to it, it's too fucking late. And at the same time, if they, you know, want to do sneaky bullshit like that, I'm not going to give them the credit. There's a few badass books on there, but hopefully you're ahead of the game on that. It's, it's bullshit. It's absolute, utter bullshit what they're doing here. Fucking everybody else is on Monday, Thursday. Come on. Come on, DC. Like I said, I'm not boycotting creators or anything like that. I'm not saying that. But their uh, AT&T business practices right now can eat cases of bagged dick because that's uh not cute a lot of people are gonna miss out on fucking books man mostly annuals <laughs> this week dc doesn't have a whole lot but you get what i'm saying you get what i'm saying there's still shit to be missed out on you know fucking batman superman annual kind of a big deal i would imagine <sighs> whatever let's get on with the the people that are you know, doing it the right way, not rocking the boat when the, the, the fucking ship's sinking as it is. So let's do this. Take a drink of my chocolate milk here. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's the Cheers to Comics podcast. It's not about the buzz. It's not about the booze. It's about the toast. You know, I could raise my glass of chocolate milk to comics. Why not? Uh, alright, Vault Comics. These are the books all due by the 7th of September. Uh, No One's Rose, number 5. There are two covers to choose from there, so just a little bit from Vault this week. Actually, I will say, as far as the uh, um, FOCs go in general, not a big week. Uh, all the way up to Aftershock now from Aftershock Comics, we have Artemis and Assassin, number 5. Make sure you're uh, you're jumping on that. Uh, boom. 
Now we go up to Boom. Boom Studios Alienated is ending. Alienated number six of six. I can't wait to read this book in completion. Uh, I was late to the punch. I had to get the second printing of issue number one, but, you know, better than nothing, right? Better than nothing. Uh, Firefly Blue Sun Rising number zero. So that probably has something to do with Firefly. And there are two covers to choose from. That's an $8 book. So it's a good thing it's a small week, because uh, if you're a Firefly fan you're, fan, you're really forking out some frickin' money couldn't keep it going any longer uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 54 and 55 do I see this right uh, I guess alright number 54 there's one cover but in number 55 there's uh, an A cover and a foily cover with the old Green Ranger head there uh, then you've got Power Rangers Draken New Dawn number three due, and there is a foil variant on that one that looks like Draken, but is that like a White Ranger Draken? <gasps> What's going on there? I can't tell. Uh, badass though. I I I I almost wrote off the 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 Draken New Dawn. But then I realized that that issue one was one of the best single issue Power Ranger stories I've ever read. So, pretty badass. Do you have to know what's been going on in Power Rangers for the last 20 issues or so? Yeah, for the most part. But um, if, if you're really hard up, I guess you can go through and listen to a bunch of episodes of the podcast. Because I talk about a lot of those issues, so there's that. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, no, but this is this is on the pull list now. And then there's also a third printing of Wind number one from James Tynion the Fourth. Uh, you know, typically or actually lately, I well, I'll go back and start the sentence the way I planned on it. <laughs> typically, I usually don't shout out uh, reprints, but in these times of low print runs and uncertainty and all of that good stuff, uh, for the sake of speculation. I don't think it could really do a whole lot of harm to to get in on these these reprints, uh, just because it's low print runs as it is, and uh, I don't know, man. It's this. It, it won't be long before people realize that oh shit, these books are hard to find, and in the state that Diamond is in right now, the the the, the condition that they ship books, fucking ugh, every. I'm so tired of getting damaged books, and there's nothing my LCS could do about it, because if they send them back, there's no guarantee I'm going to get the the reship fulfilled. Uh, it's just... Uh, so I just take the damaged book now, and it sucks. It sucks. So my point there being is the as few copies as there are out there, there's even fewer that are actually minty and in good condition. So, for the sake of speculation, once again, reprints aren't uh, a bad investment at this point. That's it for Boom Studios. Let's go... Uh, do we go Boom to Dynamite? Do we go Boom to Dynamite? We do, I believe... Death to Army of Darkness number 5 is on the, uh, the FOC... Let's see, one, two, three, four, 
four covers to choose from there. Alright, cool, cool. I kind of, uh, I wish I would have got on that one, but I, I failed because I didn't put it on my. See, this is pre-COVID when issue one came out, and just to prove, you know, it doesn't take a pandemic to, <laughs> to miss out on books. You know, the FOCs have always been important. They're just more imp important now than ever. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I didn't put it on my pull list because I thought, ah, I'll just pick it up off the shelf. Fuck it. Guess what? Wasn't on the shelf because everybody pre-ordered it last second and then there weren't any for the shelf. So, yeah, you can never be too sure. And then last from Dynamite, we've got Boys Dear Becky number five and there is an FOC line art premium bonus variant as well as a Derek Robertson virgin art premium FOC bonus variant. What does that mean? That means those are only variants that you can order via the FOC. So you won't see them on the shelf unless the shop orders them for the shelf. But uh, yeah, no, you have to pre-order your goddamn books guys unfortunately i'm not given an image here but i would imagine it's the same cover a but one with line art and one being a virgin uh, <laughs> let's see here from dynamite we go to hadidw from adidw we have crow le number one this is the second printing of and uh, you know like i said these 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 uh Reprints aren't necessarily a bad thing, and it's Peach Momoko. Peach Momoko right now is the hottest cover artist in comics. So, yeah, I mean, uh, there you go. And then there's also a second printing on issue number two. And there's also a second printing on issue number three. So look at that. I think that's all... Uh, and a lot of times, I'm finding that publishers will find reason... They're the reason to put out a second printing is to get another cover out there and that get pe gets people going but when it's the same cover out there that means this book went into reprint for the i mean it's a crow book but more than anything right now people are seeing it as a peach momoko book so uh take notes you know peach momoko covers are hot speculators i guess you would know that but if you're a potential speculator then uh know that because the shit sells uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Too Long a Sacrifice, number three. So all you Trekkies out there, there's two covers to choose from. The B cover being a uh, photo variant. Now, I don't know Star Trek at all, but I do believe that that is Worf on the cover. I don't know. Uh, Trekkies, get your, your nooses ready, because I could have just butchered that. I don't know. Uh, I just know that Worf is a character in Star Trek, and he just kind of looks like a Worf. <laughs> uh, TMNT, Best of Raphael. Ooh. So it looks to be just a whole lot of... It's a 100-pager for only 6 bucks. Oh, fuck. Well, that's a deal. And at first, I thought 6 bucks and a bunch of reprints. Mm, but it's a 100 pages. So it's probably five to six different stories i'd say four to six to be safe but ugh, cool man i hope they do i would imagine they're doing this for all the toitles or at least four of them i don't know if jenica's have a has enough out there to have a best of but you know 
Uh, and then Usagi Yojimbo number 13. Order it by Monday. Dark Horse Comics seems to be back. Uh, this is a good thing. I was starting to wonder if they were just going to say, fuck it, quarantine is a little too iffy right now. We're making money hand over fist, selling video game hardcover graphic novels to Barnes, or through Barnes & Noble and GameStop. So, you know, <laughs> fuck this uh, uh, battle of distribution and bullshit. Well, no, it turns out they still have some pretty awesome IPs. Uh, and then, well, uh, to top, I mean, to further my argument on that is they <laughs> fucking license, or they got rid of their license to uh, Marvel for Alien and Predator. Like, their hottest IPs. So I thought, well, fuck, they're definitely done. But I did know, I mean, I recognize, okay, they still have uh, Skulldigger and Skeleton Boy. They've got Stranger Things. Um, what happened to X-Ray Robot? Well, you know what? I can uh, answer some of these questions this week. Um, X-Ray Robot number two is coming out. That's a little four-parter. Um, something that just... It looks like a lot of fucking fun. I picked up issue number one and then somehow misplaced it before I got home. So I'm wondering if I just left it at the shop or what happened. But... <laughs> yeah. So, I, I'm going to have to read it in trade. That's just all there is to it. I don't know. Well, it's not too late. Issue number two. Maybe I'll just pick it up. Uh, but also, Stranger Things has a new series coming out. Stranger Things Science Camp number one. There are three covers to choose from there. Look at Dustin all badass there. Uh, oh, and there's three covers on X-Ray Robot as well. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I'm so... I See, Dark Horse... I did not want to see Dark Horse fall. I, you know, uh, if I had to pick... If I had to pick an indie publisher to take a dive... I mean... Dynamite. But... <laughs> not Dark Horse. I'm glad Dark Horse is doing their thing. Back to doing their thing. Hopefully that's continuous. And then wrapping up the indies on the FOCs this week, we've got Image Comics here. We've got Ascender number 13, a series which I am not reading. Uh, we've got Bomb Queen Trump Card number 2. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, I totally had the, the issue one on my pull list, and I don't know if it just didn't show up or what. There was a couple of books that I realized way late on my pull list. Like, from the deep, dark indies. <laughs> that just didn't show up. It's very weird. Diamond is fucking up, man. They're shorting a lot of people. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. The books that were... <sighs> uh, continuing on. Chew, number three. If you haven't jumped on Chew yet, do it now. It's not too late, guys. It's not too late. This one... This, this series is, dare I say, just as fucking good. Uh, yes, Rob Guillory is the master of illustration, but Dan Boltwood is a force that will not go unseen. Uh, this, this, this man, I mean, as soon as the Eisners come around and the, the, the Ringos, you'll, you'll, you'll all know Dan Boltwood. He, oh my God, I, I got, <sighs> Jesus, incredible, incredible, incredible. With those big shoes he had to fill. He filled them out very nicely. Don't sleep on Chew. 
Department of Truth number one. That looks like Kennedy on there. James Tiny and the Fourth and Martin Simmons. Ooh, a series premiere. A whole series. Cole Turner has studied conspiracy theories all his life. Check. I'm in. Not even reading any more of that. Uh, 100%. Uh, yeah. Fucking James Tunney in the fourth writing a conspiracy theory book with Kennedy on the cover. I'm pretty sure I saw Kennedy's name somewhere deep in that uh, description as well. Duh. Duh. Uh, there's two covers to choose from there is what I mean to say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jenny Frisson did that, that B cover. Something tells me we're going to want that B cover, guys. That might be one of those books you get the A and the B on. I just have a feeling. I have no reason or nothing to support or back that up with other than my own guts. Uh, Ice Cream Man number 20 is going into a third printing. This one I'm 100%... Uh, certain that it's just for the sake of putting out the Dr. Seuss variant covers. You know, cover A took off like wildfire. It still sells for 15 to 20 bucks on eBay. And they reprinted it. Uh, it's, it, it sits at about cover price. So, um, and I actually, you know, I mean, I'm not knocking it. It's not any worse or any better or anything like that. Uh, it's, it's just, they were kind of, it was a cash grab. And now they're really, they're reaching in the bottom of the barrel now. Because, yes, great cover. No doubt. But, I mean, fuck, this one actually is the best cover by far. But, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if the speculator should be sniff one, sniffing this one out anymore. Uh, but if you're a Dr. Seuss fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get it. Whoops. Oh, you son of a bitch. Totally clicked out of the goddamn thing. Uh, uh, uh. Alright, let's go to Marvel. Wait, hold on. No. Yes. No. Still image. Ha! <laughs> Jesus. Calm down. Philadelphia number eight. Gotta love us some Rodney Barnes and some god darn uh, Jason Sean Alexander, right? Am I right? Rodney Barnes has been on the podcast. He's a very nice gentleman. Possibly the nicest gentleman. And Philadelphia has just been uh, announced to be in development. And with Rodney Barnes being a big-time movie producer himself, I would imagine that this shit is going to set fire. So this is a book that, I mean, don't sleep on it now. Just because, you know, like... <laughs> I'm telling you, it's... You, you're gonna want to get in on this. And that Bill Sakevich B cover. Mmm. 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 Ludocrats number five is wrapping up there. There's two covers to choose from. The B cover being a Scotty Young cover. Nice. Ludocrats number one was Narnars. I think that was the, the back the first week of comics since uh, after COVID and all that. So there you go. Mercy number six. Uh, of six, yeah. So this one's wrapping up here. There's one, two, three covers to choose from there. I'm not reading Mercy. I don't know anything about it. Uh, Nailbiter returns, number five. So Nailbiter fans rejoice. You have a sequel in the, 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 the making. In the midst of you, actually. Not in the making, in the midst. Sea of Stars, number seven. Oh, so, uh, I'm so glad this fucking series is back. Enough said. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say big books of the week right here are going to be all from Spawn. 
We all saw what happened when that gunslinger Todd McFarlane variant came out with 309. Now with 310, we've got three new spawn characters, to my recollection, all on three different covers. Francesco Mattina doing the A cover, uh, Todd McFarlane doing the B cover, and uh, Bjorn Behrens doing the C cover, and Jesus Christ. Uh, cover of the year candidate. That's... I've I've already I've already got in my uh, my FOC pre-orders this week and I actually ordered two of each. I did. I know these these covers are gonna take off. I can't stop staring at that fucking Bjorn Barons cover. Who the fuck are you, Bjorn Barons? Why have Why is your name? I was gonna say why have you never been in my mouth? Jesus Christ! Why has your name never been spoken from my lips? Is what I mean to say. Who are you? Oh my god. And then, uh, how do you follow that? That Texas Blood, number four. That's how you follow that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a series, for whatever reason, is not on my pull list. Swear to god, I added it to my pull list, and once again, issue number three did not show up on my pull list this week, so I'm just gonna have to go ahead and say that I guess I didn't add it to my pull list. Uh, I hear great things, though. I hear great, great things. So let's talk Marvel. Marvel Comics on the FOCs this week. We've got Amazing Spiderman number 49. This is a $10 book with a billion fucking covers. Uh, what is going on here? Amazing Spider-Man reaches another landmark, and we're celebrating in... Oh, because it's 850. That's why. So Amazing Spider-Man 49 is actually Legacy 850. So what's going on? As if things weren't bad enough for Spider-Man with Sin Eater's reign of terror reaching riot level. The Green Goblin is back. Spidey has been through a lot. But even the worst things have ever happened to Spider-Man. Um, cool. But, as if that wasn't enough. This issue also boasts a collection of prestige short stories by Tradmore, Kurt Busiek, and Chris Pachalo. Along with Saladin Ahmed. So you saved it right there with that last bullet point. Because, I mean, I'm ashamed to say, and I'm ashamed to say that I have not been enjoying Spider Man uh, in about mm, 35 issues, really. Yeah, I just haven't really been reading much of it anymore. The, 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 the Clay Craven's hunt, last hunt again, again. It just kind of turned me off of it all, and yeah. But I, I, I tried more doing Spider-Man, even if it's just for a couple of pages. That's worth opening up and cracking up to me. Fucking ten dollars, god damn it! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen covers. If you want all 13 covers and you don't pre-order it, it's going to cost you over $130 on one fucking title. That, frankly, isn't super great. <sighs> Alright. You know, and I'm looking at the covers and... I mean, okay, the Mark Brooks cover. I like that one. But... I'm just, I'm not, I'm not feeling what Marvel's dealing with Spider-Man right now. Just saying. Just saying. 
And it's moves like this that I'm not quite feeling. That's that's too much, guys. That's too much. People with OCD collect comics, and they're forced to buy that shit because of their debilitating compulsiveness. Uh, obsessiveness is what I mean to say. So, uh, ugh, whatever. Whatever. Uh, well, it's on my pull list, so I'll be spending $10 on one of them. <sighs> Yikes. Avengers number 36. This is just amazing Avengers. That's that's what it is. It's just an amazing Avengers story. Uh, Alex Ross does an am amazing uh, Ghost Rider timeless variant. On I like how they chose Ghost Rider on there for the Avengers. Good for you. Good for you. Doesn't get enough love. Uh, and there are one, two, th three, four covers total to choose from there. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier number three is back. It's back. Gotta love that. Fantastic Four number twenty-four. There are uh, one, two, three, four. What is going on here? What is with all the Fortnite? Alright, there's one, two, three, four covers that are timeless variants. Then there's the Giuseppe Camincoli Fortnite variant. And then there's the Fortnite story. What? Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, look at me helping you guys out. Giant Size X-Men Tribute. Uh, this is a $6 book. Uh, I guess it's just a tribute to the, you know, Giant Size X-Men. There's three covers to choose from there. I will be picking up the Tradmore cover. Because, Jesus Christ. But the... But the... Adi Granov cover is really good, too. God damn. Fuck you, Marvel. You and your goddamn... Oh, we can get anybody to do as many badass covers as we want. Motherfuckers should pay for them. That's how we get all of our money. Is we're selling the covers. Immortal Hulk Threshing Place, number one. What be this? Jeff Lemire and Mike Del Mundo, you say. Two of comics most imaginative div talents unite for a Hulk tale like none other. There's a monster raging in America's heartland, and it's not the Hulk. When a young girl goes missing on a Kansas farm, Bruce Banner gets the itch. The one that will tell what? The one that tells him his gamma is on the loose. But this town doesn't take kindly to strangers, especially the big green violent kind. Can the Hulk save a child before it's too late, or is he about to take blame for another massacre? Uh yeah, I be in. It's it's Jeff Lemire, guys, come on. Duh. Marvel Zombies Resurrection, number two of four. Obviously, there's... Yeah, you pick that up. There's three covers on that one to pick from. Savage Avengers, number 12. Uh, one, two, three covers to choose from. The whole there's variant covers on Savage Avengers? Since when? And then, more than anything, a Fortnite variant. What the fuck is going on? First, Thor gets a whole goddamn story in the Fortnite game, and now we're getting Fortnite covers... This shit is going on right now. Ugh. Whatever. Whatever. Doesn't change the story. It's just... I don't want to look at it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I technically don't even have an image there. It says image coming soon, so I don't have to look at it. And I'm still... See? This is what coming... This is what brings out the gripey in people. I try not to do that. 
Just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's bad. It's, and that's the truth. I, just, I don't understand what the Fortnite thing is with Marvel all of a sudden. That's all. I'm confused. My anger is out of ignorance. Shang Chi, number one of a five-part miniseries they're doing, setting up a movie that may or may not ever fucking come out because, uh, you know, COVID. Uh, but in the meantime, they're going to make millions of dollars off the variants. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight covers to choose from there on Shang Chi. Cool. Doctor Afra number four is coming out. There you go. Make sure uh, you order that. You pre-order it by Monday. Uh, Strange Academy number one is going into a fourth printing. Congratulations there, and thank you, slackers. It took you long enough. Strange Academy number three is coming out, and there are two covers to choose from. Three covers to choose from. There's an Alex Ross timeless variant featuring Doctor Strange. Probably one of the best timeless variants so far. And uh, the Adam Hughes spotlight character spotlight variant. So you're going to want to pre-order that for sure. Because we all saw what happened with the Dormammu one. It shot way the fuck up there. Shot up to like 15, 20 bucks that day. It still kind of hovers around that area depending on who's buying it. Uh, and we've got X of Swords Handbook, number one. I think this is a must. You know, if you're reading the... The X-Men stuff, and you have interest in the X of Swords, this is a must. And I honestly think if you're reading X-Men, you're gonna, I did, I think you're obligated to have interest in X of Swords. And we've got X-Factor number four, uh, three covers to choose from there, and one of which is a uh, Alex Ross Timeless variant featuring Angel. Fucking love it, man. I fucking love it. So those are the FOCs. Once again, um, sorry, not really talking DC. I'm not going to waste your breath and my time. My time, your breath. Huh? (laughs) 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 Kind of, what? Uh, Yeah, so it's important, guys. I'm not going to ramble on about it anymore. It's important. If you don't believe me, you'll find out the hard way, I guess. I'm going to take a quick break, get a little more chalky, milky. Uh, and uh, I'm going to leave you with this. I'll be right back. Hang tat. I'll talk next week's books. What's up, nerds? This is Rich, the host of the Three Fat Nerds podcast. I would like to invite you to check out our podcast. We have two shows every week, and both of our shows are about everything that is pop culture and nerdum. That's right. We talk about movies. We talk about comics. We talk about video games. We talk about role-playing games. We talk about Dungeons and & Dragons, and so much more. You can find us anywhere you get podcasts just by searching Three Fat Nerds. Also, while you're at it, go ahead and like our page on Facebook, Three Fat Nerds Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 3FatNerdsPod. And of course, you can check out our website, 8122Productions.com. Most importantly, I hope you enjoy the show. With that being said, there's only one thing left to say. That's later, nerds. Alright, we're back for the back end of the back. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> let's talk the books that are slated to come out on Wednesday. Yeah, the books in your pull list if you pre-ordered or if you're hoping and wishing and thinking maybe they're on your, your LCS's slot. Your slot. 
uh, wall, shelf. Uh, if that's the case, then consider yourself privileged. I'm just going to go ahead and say you're privileged. You're privileged. Uh, let's, let's talk DC now. We're going to start out with DC. The book's coming out Wednesday or Tuesday, depending on who you get your books from. They're allowed, DC books are allowed to come out on Tuesday, but all the shops in my city, in Denver, it's all Wednesday. Batman and the Outsiders, a number 16 coming out there. Uh, probably a couple of covers to choose from. From the Dark Knight's Death Metal, we've got Trinity Crisis. Yeah, totally, totally reading that. I've got all of the one-shots from the Death Metal in the pull list, obviously. Uh, Hawkman, number 27. Look at that. I think Hawkman's going to be ending soon. I do believe. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. I don't remember if that was on the list or not. Uh, Joker Harley, Criminal Sanity, number five. Uh, fucking Matina variant's amazing. Definitely on the pull list for me. That'll be in there. I'll be reading that. Justice League Odyssey, number 24. Um, this one's not on my pull list. So, yeah. Nightwing, number 74. Totally on my pull list. Can't wait. Can't wait. I think it's DC's most underrated and most undeserving shit-on story out there. And I think Nightwing's incredible. Uh, Superman, number 25. Yeah, I mean... Uh, new first appearance. So, you, you, you got to. <laughs> You got to. Speculators are going to be all over this one. Sinmar. And it's the first cover appearance and everything. So, yeah. No, it's going to be a big issue. Big issue. Uh, Flash number 761. If you're a Flash reader, there you go. Not in my pull list, but... See? It's not all about me. Green Lantern season 2 number 7. In my pull list... Haven't really been reading it, though. It's an apocalypse book for me. I'll get around to it eventually when comics ship or stop shipping again. Uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman number 762. Liar, Liar Strikes. That's the first cover appearance of Liar, Liar, I guess. It's got to mean something, right? And uh, that wraps it up for DC. So, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday. There's no rules with DC. <laughs> Except for the fact that they have the most strict rules. Uh, yeah, there you go, man. Fucking DC. Let's talk the books coming out for everybody else. We're going to start out with Vault. Whole lot of publishers coming out with stuff this week, but very little on the list for the most part. I think people are just kind of... I think the, the shops anticipated uh, Labor Day. For whatever reason. I don't know what that has to do with free comic book day. But I don't know. Uh, let's see. Vault Comics. we got Vampire the Masquerade. Number two. And there was a David Mack FOC variant on that one. Did you get it? Huh? Did you order it? Did you pre-order it? Cool stuff, man. Cool stuff. See, I don't read Vampire Masquerade. But. Or The Masquerade. But I know a few people that are mighty, mighty interested in it and being the nice guy that I am. I threw it on my pull list and maybe I go gifting it to people. We'll see. We'll see. Or did I put it on my pull list? I don't know. Maybe I did 
<laughs> Maybe I just thought about making a nice gesture. We'll see. Uh, it'll be a surprise to me, too. Scout Comics is coming out with Vlad Dracul. Number three of three big ol' oversized Vlad the Impaler comic book stories. Three-parter coming to an end. Uh, Oni Press. There you are. Oni Press Agretsuko. So I didn't know what the fuck Agretsuko was. And then uh, my little one was flipping through the Netflix in the children's section. And then this came up and I was like, what? I know that. That's a comic book. Uh, so is the comic book based off of a kid's cartoon? I don't know. Uh, everything about it says, no, this one's not for you, Brian. So I don't. I guess that's all I care to know at this point. But uh, if you happen to have the opposite taste in comics, I do. I don't judge you for that by any means. Agritsuko's coming out. Maybe that's in your pull slot. I guess I don't judge you for what you fuck. What the fuck you read? I I, I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Brian. Ahoy. Ahoy there. Ahoy Comics. We've got Ash and Thorn, number five. I don't know anything about it other than the fact that it's supposed to be funny because that's the number one rule at Ahoy Comics. You gotta get the giggles going. Aftershock. We've got Join the Future, number five. It's Cowboys in the Future. Sounds like fun, right? I haven't read it, but it really does sound like fun. If I didn't have a ridiculous pull list as it is, it would be on my pull list. It's just... I gotta... I gotta not be so willy-nilly these days and put every new book coming out there on the pull list. It's just... And then my, the, my, the biggest mistake is I always forget to drop shit. So there's... I, I'm not gonna lie. There's a few series I have. I have like 12 issues of a fucking book that I meant to drop at issue 3. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. Uh, from Action Lab, Danger Zone. We've got Sweetheart number five of five. This this wraps up. Uh, and goddamn, I, I I could say from reading the first two issues that this is one of the best horror stories I've ever read. Um, by like a lot. So. <laughs> don't sleep on sweetheart the the it just it i did not see every, i never see what's coming i never see what's coming it's completely unpredictable and i love unpredictable horror it's hard to write good horror to begin with and comics but yeah and then a book i do judge you for zombie tramp zombie tramp number 73 there's a uh, fucking way too many covers coming out and all of them directed towards uh the uh perverted some would say most would say fuck even the perverted would say uh yeah i guess i have a little bit of bias here when it comes to this book i wasn't nearly as harsh on it i had my feelings my you know about it but i didn't really speak on them but since i had sean callahan on the podcast and he had colored a few issues of the series, and then realizing that those guys don't give their color artist credit, and with him being a new breakout color artist, it'd be kind of nice to have your name on the fucking cover of a book, like, you know, every other publisher does, and every other set of creative team does, put the fucking creative team on the book, color artists are not finishers, they're artists, 
and after talking with Sean, I you know I felt very empathetic of that the the big steamy pile that Zombie Tramp dumped on him. So, yeah. Uh, I don't read this book. Just saying. I'm not saying don't pick it up. I would never say that, but. Uh, because I have the feelings I do about it, I don't feel bad about, uh, making jest. Boom Studios. Boom Studios, we've got Death to Army of Darkness number four. One, two, three, four covers to, I mean, Dynamite. <laughs> Not Boom Studios, Dynamite. Jeepers. Uh, yeah, Death to Army of Darkness number four. Uh, four covers to choose from as there would be because it's dynamite. Then we've got Green Hornet number two. Three covers to choose from there. And then Mars Attacks Red Sonia number two. Hold on a second. What the fuck am I seeing? There's no Betty Veronica Vampirella any of that. I guess there's Mars Attacks Red Sonia so there is Red Sonia. But it's John Lehman, and it's Mars Attacks. I don't... I guess technically there is one of those titles out there. But normally, guys, there's there's like 60 fucking variants for Vampirella number 11. And... Hmm. Alright, so for the first time, I can say in probably all my time doing this... Uh, I like what I see coming out of Dynamite this week. All books that, if they aren't already, would be on my pull list. I mean, Mars Attacks, Red Sonja, I'm not a Red Sonja reader outside of Marvel, but Mars Attacks and John Lehman, obviously. You know, Green Hornet, I think, is still on my pull list. And, uh, you know, I wish I had... Oh, <sighs> fuck. Just the Army of Darkness. Don't judge me, guys. It's fucking 12.30 in the a.m. right now. Uh, I'm working hard to get this out in time to you. I'm a busy guy. Alright, so from Dynamite, we go to Boom. Uh, we've got Buffy the Vampire Slayer Willow, number three. Three covers to pick from there. Lumberjanes, number 73. Two covers there. Red Mother, number eight. Uh, Seven Secrets, number one. This is the third printing. Now, we all know how important these, uh, uh, variant printings, variant printings, uh, reprints are on the boom books, especially, because those something is killing the children reprints are worth stupid fucking money. And this is a Tom Taylor book, so Seven Secrets is probably gonna be something. And then speaking of something is killing the children... Something is killing the children number 10. So that one's coming out. That one's back on my pull list. I've, I've heard enough people say, all right, Brian, just get on it. So I have to go through and find issues three through eight now because I do have a nine. But yeah, I got the first two, and those are the hardest ones to get. I guess that's what matters. Let's go IDW from IDW. Congratulations to Clock Canto and the Clockwork Fairies. Going into a second printing, that's badass. Friends of the podcast, David Boer and Drew Zucker, so good on you, fellers, good on you. Second printing. And it's one that you want to pick up if you did miss the first printing. G.I. Joe, a real American hero, number 274, couple of covers there. Uh, the 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ongoing is at 109 right now. This has been a fucking kick-ass, badass, awesome story. You're gonna want to see it. Oh, shit. Yanni, yanni. Uh, Transformers Galaxies, number nine. Two covers there. Uh, Transformers vs. Terminator, number one, went into a second printing. That's badass. And it's not just a cash grab for a cover. It's the same cover and everything. Just a little bit different trade dress. Uh, Yusagi Ojimbo Color Classics number seven is wrapping up the seven-part miniseries, and then uh, another wrapping up is Wellington, Wellington number five. So that's IDW for you. Beyond IDW, we have Dark Horse. From Dark Horse, we have Bill and Ted are doomed. Number one of a four-part miniseries. I would imagine it's... Uh, I mean, the movie came out, so... the Two covers there. Uh, sorry, I'm not a Bill and Ted fan. I know it sounds blasphemous and like... What? 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 Whoa. What? Uh, no. Sorry. Not for me. Uh, Blackwood Morning After number four. Two covers there. And then from Dark Horse, we've got a number one. We've got Cyberpunk 2077 Trauma Team. Number one of a four-parter. It's Colin Bunn. Nadia, an assistant EMT from a privately owned business known as Trauma Team International. TTI, or what I like to call Titty, is the sole survivor of a failed rescue mission turned shootout. After she agrees to continue for an upcoming extraction mission Nadia and her new team find themselves in an even more dangerous and life-threatening situation cool uh I, yeah I think I added it I think I added it if not whoops stop going and burn you almost through this image comics just a few from image this week uh ice cream man presents quarantine comics spectacular I mean special so, during the time of the quarantine, the Ice Cream Man bros did not stop making comics. They were putting out digital shorts for like two bucks, and then half of the money was going towards uh, uh, COVID relief. Well, now they're publishing all of those in print, and it looks like they got to make their fucking money. But I think, actually, this is also going towards COVID as well, if I remember right. Yep. Yep, 50% of creator profits will go to comic book united this time to help stores get back on their feet because comic shops are sweet right on and at a six dollar price tag this time um even more goes in beforehand it was i think uh two dollar price tag on the shorts so you're getting your money's worth for sure you're getting your money's worth and it's all to a good cause those guys are great man just because you write horror doesn't mean you're a bad scary person just saying. Uh, continuing on, we've got the marked number seven from uh, David Hyde and Brian Haberlein. Gotta love it, right? Oblivion Song is up to number 27. Reavers at issue number 11. And I gotta say, this second arc of Reaver is some of my favorite shit that I'm reading right now. It blew the first arc out of the water. The first arc was... You know, it's just a, a different version of the Suicide Squad, essentially, and dare I say, a better version of the Suicide Squad. The second arc is really just following two of those characters, and uh, 
<laughs> it's it's the two best characters that are at least my two favorite characters of the for it's just a fucking amazing if you're not reading it you're missing out i'm just saying the book is reaver justin howard and or i'm sorry justin jordan and nico henrikin is what i mean to say Whew. gonna want it and then uh we've got stealth number five boy uh fucking jason howard <laughs> there we go uh, Jason Howard on the mind. He's doing the, the the cover for this one. That's why I bring him up. He was just on the podcast. Check out last week's or this week's creator. Wait, hold on. Next week's. <laughs> I just recorded with him. I lose track of time. Coming soon, Jason Howard. And then Undiscovered Country number seven is going into a second printing. Jesus Christ, number seven's going into a second printing. You guys are late. Pre-order your fucking books. Alright, that does it for the indies coming out next week. Let's wrap this motherfucker up with some Marvel. Not a whole lot. Marvel is Labor Day conscious, it seems. Uh, Spider-Man number 48. There are three covers coming out there. Captain Marvel has four covers this week. One of them is a secret spoiler Chris Pichalo variant. Gotta love it, right? Uh, Nice to see Chris Pichalo doing stuff with Kelly Thompson again. Hmm, Deadpool much? Empire Aftermath, Avengers number one, just when you thought it was over, uh, there was an aftermath. And fuck, three covers there, and then Empire Fallout, Fantastic Four number one. Uh, one, two, three, four covers to choose from there. Namor on the, the Alex Ross Timeless variant on that. Badass. Uh, Magnificent Miss Marvel, number 14, uh, sleeper series for sure, uh, great things keep coming out of this book and <laughs> everybody keeps scrambling because no one's, no one's got it on their pull list and then they realize, oh shit, new first thingy, and then I want it, but uh, I'm late, I slack, I don't listen to the Brian's Friday episodes enough. Well, there you go. You never know what the fuck's going to happen in the magnificent Miss Marvel. It's on my pull list just for the sake of, well, fuck it, even if I'm not reading it, it seems like every time I'm getting ready to go drop it, a big first issue comes out, so. Or a big new appearance or something like that. You get what I'm trying to say. Marauders, number 12. I think this is uh, leading into the whole X of Swords stuff, I would imagine. Loving the shit out of Marauders. Can't go wrong with Jerry Duggan. Um, Spider-Man... Black Cat Strikes from the whole Gamerverse. Number 5 is wrapping up there in that little mini-series. Uh, Ravencroft, number 5, is wrapping up. So this is all the residuals from Cult of... or Absolute Carnage, I believe. That's... yeah. God, the quarantine, right? Just, Absolute Carnage was like 25 years ago, I think. Uh, Ultraman. Finally coming out. Ultraman, there's a billion covers to choose from, and every single one of them are absolutely fantastic. There's not a single cover that I don't enjoy for Ultraman. And I never say that when there's one, two, three, four, five covers and a blank to choose from. Even the blank is cool. <laughs> not really. Uh, Star is wrapping up with its fifth issue. I feel like that's taken forever. Not that, you know, I'm complaining or anything. It's just, yeah. It's not on my pull list, so I have no reason to complain. I just feel like, fuck, we talked about star number one, like, 25 years ago. Tell a different joke. 
Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters number one is going into its third printing. Congratulations. Star Wars Darth Vader number three is going into a second printing. That cover is amazing. And I know exactly what's going on in that cover because I read that issue. I don't think that even that was in the fucking interior. God damn, that is amazing. Uh, Jesus Christ, Marvel. Yeah, see, Marvel is... They, they know it's Labor Day, so they're just putting out a bunch of reprints. Strange Academy number two is going into a third printing. Thor number one is going into a third printing. I like how Thor number five is like a, a sixth printing or some shit like that already. A fifth printing. But Thor number one is only at a third printing. <laughs> Thor number three is going into a fourth printing. Thor number four is going into a third printing. There's one, two True Believers books coming out. Uh, this one's probably a really big one. Venom, or Web of Venom, Wraith, number one. We've been leading up to this for a while. Been a lot of speculation as to what the fuck this is all going to mean. Uh, I think I picked up multiple copies of this one, or pre-ordered multiple copies of this one is what I mean to say. Uh, X-Factor, number three. X-Factor's on the pull list. Is it a priority of mine? Eh, I don't know. Um, none of the other X-Books are getting any worse, so... <laughs> It's hard for me to find room for so much X. It's all on the list. I collect it all. I have it all on the pull list. Like, even New Mutants, and I haven't read that since issue one. But, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully I can get around to reading X-Factor. And then to wrap it all up, my favorite of the Dawn of X books, all of the X titles, is X-Force. And we're at issue number 12. So, boom. There you go. Those are the books coming out. The uh, We did the books that will be. So make sure, once again, you heed my warning on the FOCs, otherwise you're missing out and you're going to eBay and you're paying stupid prices and you're getting shipped by some... arriving in a fucking grocery bag in an envelope uh, and you think you're getting a near-mint comic and it's it's packed and it's extra packed with a whole extra backer board. I'm just saying, don't fucking deal with that. Don't go to eBay to get your goddamn comics when you have all of the capabilities in the world to get them for cover price, if not even less, depending on who you pre-order your books from. Uh, I know that with my pull list, by the end of the month, with my LCS, my benefits, uh, I've been known to get 45% off cover price because of pre-ordering books. Um, and yeah, I, I obviously I pre-order more than the average bear, but still, it just goes to show. You know, usually if you are offered a discount, it's usually a minimum of 10%. You, it adds up, guys. Come on, pre-order your books. It's really important. Uh, with that being said, I hope you have enjoyed this. I hope you've been informed, uh, enlightened, swayed, all of that good stuff. Uh, support the podcast. Uh, leave five-star ratings and join Patreon and support your LCSs. I love you all so much. Stay safe, stay well, read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast.